Hello and welcome back to A Cozy Christmas Podcast. I'm your host, Art, and Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Today is the day where we lay around the house eating ridiculous amounts of food. Maybe putting up your Christmas tree, spending time with family and friends. I hope that if you do nothing else today, that you do take some time to reflect and be thankful for what you have. Many of us have so many reasons to be thankful this year. I just want to encourage you, find someone to express gratitude to this year. Well, speaking of friends, I have a very special guest for the podcast today. One of the things I've enjoyed about podcasting is meeting new people, even though it's been online. There are so many people that I now know that I never would have met if it weren't for this podcast. And in coming up over the next couple of weeks, we're going to hear from some of them, returning guests and new guests and some great stories along the way. Uh, but today I want to introduce you to a new guest and a new friend. His name is Robert Peter Paul, and he is a podcaster. He hosts the Wonderful Art of Kindness podcast. Now, I came across his podcast on a Facebook post. I think it was something for my uh, uh, for the Bookshelf Odyssey podcast that I also host. Um, plug, plug. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that podcast yet, I've got some new episodes coming out uh, this November and December. Uh, sorry about that. But uh, anyway, he, he just commented or I commented on his. I can't remember. You know, he, he was talking about having a new podcast called The Art of Kindness Podcast. And that is a topic that really resonates with me. And he seemed like a very genuine, nice guy. So I reached out to, to him. We chatted just for a few minutes, but I've really been enjoying his podcast where it, it's a podcast that celebrates kindness, that gives you kindness tips every week, that talks to guests in the... Um, creative industry. He's a or he's a, an actor, a singer, uh, and now a podcaster. And he's just a, a, a genuinely wonderful guy in a, in a very lovely podcast that has become one of my all-time favorite podcasts. I have found a kindred spirit in Robert, and he's going to come on the podcast today to share with us some kindness tips to help us during this coming holiday season because it's going to be crazy. There's all kinds of delays in mail and supply chains and people are going to be out in droves compared to last year, uh, very likely. And we still have to deal with the, the pandemic and with all that's going on. Plus, this episode is dropping on Thanksgiving Day, so Black Friday starts tomorrow. And I don't know if you're a big Black Friday shopper, but we always hear those stories of people with that just lose it on Black Friday. Uh, my hope to you is that this podcast will do you some some good, will be a refreshment to your soul, and that you'll have a few laughs along the way, whether you're listening while cooking that Thanksgiving turkey, or it's in the background as you uh, are maybe pulling out the Christmas decorations for the week to come. Maybe you don't get to this until a couple of weeks after Thanksgiving. I'm so behind on my podcast listening right now. I'm still getting Halloween episodes in my podcaster feed. So, <laughs> but that's okay. It just makes the fun last longer, right? So whenever you listen to this, wherever you listen to this, I hope you're having a great day and that you're being kind to yourself and to others. All right. Well, that's enough for, for me for now. I'll come back in at the end of the interview to uh, wrap a few things up, as well as give you a sneak peek as to what's to come in December on the podcast. And so please enjoy my interview with podcaster Robert Peter Paul. I have on the podcast today a very special guest. His name is Robert Peter Paul. He is the host of the Art of Kindness podcast. I came across that podcast just about a month or two ago and have really enjoyed it. And so I reached out to him to see if he would be a guest on our episode today. Uh, so Robert, welcome to the Cozy Christmas Podcast. Thank you so much, Art. Thank you for asking me to be here. And thank you for listening. That means a lot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. When I get guest 
podcasters on, sometimes I like to turn their show around on themselves. So I wanted to ask you first <laughs> off, uh, how are you at taking compliments? <laughs> Ooh, you do listen. That is how I, I always start my show. <laughs> I think I'm getting better now that I keep asking people how they are at taking compliments on my podcast, because inevitably, I think we've maybe had, I can count on one hand, how many people are good at it. Most people are not good at it. So it, it's made me feel better in a weird way. And I'm learning just to say thank you. It's really funny because since I started listening now, whenever somebody gives me a compliment, I always hear your voice in my head now. Like, How are you <laughs> at taking compliments? <laughs> oh, no, I hope that's not scary. <laughs> no, no, it's not a scary voice. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have such a great podcast voice. I've been listening to your show and it just makes me feel so cozy. It really lives up to its name. So, Well, good, good. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to tell stories and I like to have people come on and tell their story. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are? I know you're an actor, a podcaster, but somebody says, who in the world is Robert Peter Paul? <laughs> <laughs> I say, who is that? Yeah, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was born and raised in a small town in New Jersey. I got really lucky in the family department. I have such a wonderful, big Italian family. And on my mom's side, they're not Italian, but they're also wonderful. And growing up was... I was lucky because I, I had a really nice town, a, a great support system, and I knew from an early age that I wanted to be an actor. So that's like informed my whole life, going on auditions, going to see movies and, and shows. And I guess if someone asked who I was, <laughs> the word creative comes to mind, hopefully. But I, I've always just tried to, I'm very much a firm believer of you should follow your dreams if you can, if you're in the position to. So... I've really tried to just support myself by acting, writing, and now, you know, I have this podcast and I've been able to, and, I, and my grandma always says, follow your bliss and the money will follow. So I've, I've kept that close to heart. Hmm. I guess before I totally ramble, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm answering your question, but sure. <laughs> you know, my family just really comes to mind when I, when I think about who I am. And I, I think that's, what's most important to me is connecting with people. And, and I'm sure you feel the same way as a podcaster. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. it's what life's all about. My listeners know I, this started last year kind of as a response to the pandemic. You, you mm -hmm. know, we were locked in and there was just so much stress in the news and, and uncertainty and anger and hate and all this stuff. And I thought, well, you know what? Now, now, now is better than never. <laughs> you know, it's now yes. or never. Yeah. Yes, that's I can so relate. That's exactly why I started my show at the same exact time. I yeah. worked in the entertainment industry for so long, so I've always seen how people can twist headlines. As an entertainment writer, it's really interesting because you see firsthand. Have you heard of A/B testing? No. On your CMS, on your editor, if I'm going to post a story to the website, a digital story, you can actually put in two different headlines, and so one's A, one's B. And it'll feed both to different users coming to the site. I think it alternates. And whichever headline is more popular, it'll tell you. And then you keep that headline because that's what's getting the clicks. And inevitably, it's always the headlines that are so salacious and wild that people want to read. I think it's a human thing. Mm. And then on the other end, it's the really, really positive stuff. You know, so-and-so just had a baby. So-and-so just got married. See their photos. So I always found that interesting. And like you were just saying, I really want to try and put more positivity out there and lean towards that side versus the other. Yeah. I think uh, my first interaction with you was on maybe a Buzzsprout, a Buzzsprout Facebook page or something. You just said something nice about, I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was a, a goal or, or, you know, one of those, uh, what things you accomplished that week. And uh, I, I just I thought, oh, that sounds like a podcast I'd like to listen to. <laughs> and oh. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, we just had a little bit of interaction and, and that's, and it's quickly become one of my favorites. Oh, thank you. Since the very, I think one of my early, early episodes, I start ending the podcast by telling people to be kind to each other mm. uh, too. And, and that was just something, you know, a message I wanted um, to get out. And so that's, I, I think we have, we have some uh, the, the kindness gurus here today to <laughs> help, help walk, that. help walk you through the, the Black Friday weekend, if anything. <laughs> so. Yes. It's so, it's so important to just be kind. And it's interesting because kindness really means something different for everybody. Yeah. And I think at the root of it is love, which I also think is at the root of Christmas at its finest. So I do think it goes hand in hand. 
Mm, yeah, definitely. Uh, being a Christmas podcast, I do have to ask some of the que- Christmas questions here. Oh, please. All right. Obviously, Christmas is your favorite holiday, so we won't debate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't. I won't bring up Halloween. My pumpkins are on the other side of the of the Zoom camera. No, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, Christmas uh, is is my favorite. Do you have? I, I do this every week, and I can. My brain always stumbles on itself. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Every day, I'm like, do I know how to talk? I guess I should start a podcast and figure it out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, well, we'd like to uh, ask some general Christmas questions here. Like, wh- uh, how about your favorite Christmas movie? Do you have uh, a favorite? Ooh, that's tough. I have a lot of favorite Christmas movies. Christmas Family Vacation is a classic, mm-hmm. I believe. I also love and can probably do as a one-man show, The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Yes. I love it. I've loved that since I was a kid. I had the action action figures and the video game. It's like an obsession. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can do like all his crazy faces. That's that's another one. And then Home Alone. I love Home Alone. What about you? Do you have a favorite? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, the the Jim Carrey Grinch is probably one of my f- like top three. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I get people who either really love it or really hate it. Like I don't yeah. know something about it, but I. I, you know, I saw it as a teenager and it just kind of hit me where I, where I was, or maybe I was even almost an adult. I forget what year it comes out, but it came out. <laughs> it's so good. And you used to be able to, in LA, when you would go on the Universal, um, uh, was it, Uni- yeah, Universal Studio La mm-hmm. Tour, you used to be able to drive through the sets and see oh, it all. Wow. I don't know if it's still up. This was a while ago. I did this with my family, but it was just yeah. amazing how they built that whole town and made the cartoon come to life. It's mm-hmm. just it's so festive and Jim Carrey's brilliant so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you see his uh, Christmas Carol that he did with the animated? Yeah. Yeah, how what do you think about that one? You know, we were talking about Christmas Carol before we started recording and it's a classic and I really appreciate the story, but I don't know that I need to keep seeing it. I feel like I've yeah. seen it unless there's a super original adaptation. So I think by the time that movie came out, you know, I basically just went to see it because of Jim Carrey and I love Disney. I'm a Disney yeah. nerd. But I was really struck by the technology, the CGI technology and how they were able to capture his face and all his expressions. So that's what I remember most about it. And then there was a really cool flying scene, I remember. Yeah. I thought to myself, ooh, someone should make a Christmas theme park and this should be a ride. I, I, had, that, I had that same thought that I, I felt like I was on a theme park ride or something <laughs> yeah uh but yeah i i you know i i liked his performance as scrooge in that i thought mm. he was really good but but like you said i think there's enough classic versions out there we could <laughs> do something either really really original or you know maybe just let it sit for a while <laughs> but, which yeah. sounds like heresy coming from me because uh I, I joke you know every episode seems to be an excuse to talk about Charles Dickens, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love Charles Dickens. Actually, my grandma yeah. during the pandemic, she's a huge reader. And so I mm-hmm. sent her a ton of Charles Dickens books. Mm. And my fiance was studying Dickens in grad school. So that's, I think, what got us oh, on the fun. whole kick. And so I started to read some of his books that I had never read, like The Old Curiosity Shop. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really great ones. And it takes a second, guys. But once you get into his mindset and his language, it's so rich and he creates such amazing worlds and characters so mm-hmm. i think it's great you keep bringing it up because <laughs> it's iconic for a reason right right um well you should read uh nicholas nickleby if you haven't yet oh i've heard yeah that has um there, there's a one of the plot lines is about a theatrical troupe of actors so you might you might uh, <laughs> enjoy that <laughs> oh yeah i would love to have to check it out uh, all right. Well, off off topic. But yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'll drag you there. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, I like I like the Jim Carrey Grinch. I like uh, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yes, that's, love that one. That one. Um, Do you like the the sequels too? Not as much. Yeah, I've only seen the sequels maybe once each. Okay. The, the first one especially just kind of solidified. I mean, I, I watch that just about every year. Yeah. It comes down to what do I have time for? And usually I have time to watch the first one, <laughs> you know, <and> I, <laughs> like I know I like this one, so we'll, we'll keep it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the yeah. first one's the best. I think it was originally a much darker story. As Disney mm. happens to do a lot, they buy these scripts when they're much darker, like Hocus Pocus, and then they turn them into family movies. Mm. So I remember reading something about it being a little dark. I could be totally wrong, but the first one is the best. Yeah, it, it's so magical. Yeah, well, I and I remember my kids liked, like I saw the sequels when my kids were real young and they laughed, you know, and thought it was funny and enjoyed it. So, you know, I can't, I can't complain. They they enjoyed it, so that was good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's my thing about sequels. Yeah. People get, well, the kids always love it, but people get so angry, I think, that they're going to ruin the original. But I'm just happy it keeps the legacy alive. Mm -hmm. And in the back of my head, I also think you don't have to see the sequel if you don't want to. It's mm -hmm. just cool to to keep seeing it, it happening. Because my little brother was so obsessed with all the movies, with the second and then the third. And mm. I'm sure another one will be popping out. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, well, I I had heard like he had actually uh, in the original script he had shot him with a shotgun or something. And yeah, I yeah, that's what it was. That's what I was thinking in my head. I was like, I don't know if I should say oh, it, but oh Santa was like brutally killed. I think. Yes, right? yes. Uh, I'm glad they changed that though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he still kind of dies, and it it is well, if you look too much into it, it's a little creepy. But um, right. No, it, it works out. <laughs> yeah, I I have some other uh, uh, guys I know who do Christmas. Uh, a Christmas movie podcast and one of them one of the hosts likes to joke about how you know Scott Calvin has now been in, indentured into this service of Santa and the only way for him to escape is is to die you know <laughs> yeah I guess it's actually a horrible story <laughs> and like quit ruining my favorite movie <laughs> oh is that one of those they do those dark movie trailers have you yeah, seen those on YouTube? I, I, uh, I've seen some of those yeah <laughs> there's a good Mary Poppins one they turn Mary Poppins into a horror movie it's really funny <laughs> i saw that it man that was good editing because i i straight up can't watch it anymore <laughs> like, i know that was scary. one of my favorites as a kid yeah it yeah is, it made it look creepy that video yeah now are, are you a a big uh reader at all do you do you have any favorite yeah. christmas books i am and i live with an english teacher so oh, I, I keep getting even more books oh this is interesting favorite christmas books i discovered a new one in quarantine that of course was from my fiance cassie who i always talk about on my podcast I, <laughs> everyone's probably like okay i <laughs> uh, she she got me this book because reading actually really got us through the pandemic i think once we had watched everything as everyone mm -hmm. did these books were such a great escape so i read so much and she gave me a book called the storied life of aj fickery mm -hmm. i don't know if you've heard about it it's mm -mm. fairly new and it's Christmas is a heavy, not theme, but it's Christmas time in it. And even the front cover, there's snow and, and I believe there's Christmas decorations on it. But it's just such a beautiful story and it takes you for such a ride. And I actually recently saw, I'm hoping I'll get an audition for it, but they're they're making it into a movie. So pretty soon it'll be a Christmas movie too. But it's not like a, a Christmas carol where it's all about Christmas. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's more about these characters. But that that was one that I thought integrated the holiday really nicely so that's what comes to mind for me yeah i had heard that i'll have to add that to my to my ever expanding list here <laughs> yes well please send me the list i need more christmas books <laughs> yeah yeah definitely <laughs> i just came across the uh the uh, mrs claus cozy mystery series i love them oh my goodness they're <laughs> so fun so <laughs> it sounds really cozy my i think my mom has read those and there's also the Christmas cookie murder mystery series, I think. Yeah, something. there's, there's some, yeah, there's, there's a, well, there's a book called that or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need listeners to fact check us. I could be making stuff up. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of high quality research I do on the podcast. So, <laughs> hey, if you made it up, it's, it's a great idea. So you maybe go. you're giving somebody a good idea, you know? Yeah, well, well, in that case, I'll I'll just edit that out. So <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what about music? Do you, uh, now you're you're a music guy too, aren't you? you sing or yeah, yeah, I'm a singer, and I play the piano. I love music. I mm. was listening to your show the other day where you talked about Nora Jones' new album, which mm. I didn't know about. So I oh. started listening to that immediately. Thank you, mm -hmm. and that has been lovely. Uh, oh, one of one of my new favorites is uh, Holly Dolly Christmas, the new Dolly Parton Christmas album that came out last year, I think, or the, or the year before. And I love Dolly Parton. I just think she kind of embodies Christmas in a way. 
So that's that's become a new favorite. And of course, you know, all I want for Christmas is you. I can never get out of my head. That feels like it starts the holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's so many. I could keep going on. I mean, I'll be home for Christmas always touches my heart, I think. It's, it's funny. Our One of the stations in our area started playing Christmas music Friday. Uh, you know, they, they made the, they made the switch and they're going wow. Christmas all the time. And I didn't drive that much on Friday and Saturday, just a couple of quick trips. And of the four trips I took, I heard Mariah Carey song three times yeah. <laughs> within, within the space of 24 hours. And I thought, okay, first time was fun. The second time <laughs> was, you know, it's there the third time. It's like, okay. Can we, you got any other music there? <laughs> I know she did an updated whole album, I think a year or two ago, and she has yeah. a new. I think it's called the Magical Orchestration version. Mm -hmm. That's quite nice. Hmm. But she definitely took Christmas and took that title, and she's trying to she's trying to run with it. Yeah, which good for her. I, we all want that title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, that's one. I, I mean, I I like it my my daughter really loves it uh especially if, if she and my wife are you know around the house or in the kitchen or whatever and that comes on they grab the spoons and start singing you know like microphones <laughs> and start doing the diva <laughs> yeah singing it oh it's great it really amps you up there is another one do you know dominic the donkey uh i'm not sure i don't well it sounds familiar but you might know the tune because they do play it on christmas stations but again, I'm from a big Italian family, so there was no way I was not going to know this song. Sure. And the song's basically about the Italian Christmas donkey. Okay. It's, it's, it's really catchy. So that's one that sticks out from my childhood. My dad would always put it on. Okay. I, yeah, I got to look it up now because that sounds familiar. Um, <laughs> well, my uh, my stepmom uh, was Italian. My, my dad remarried when I was just about into college. Uh, well, I was in college and... No, it was high school. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, but yeah, yeah. She, she was a, a boy. She was a feisty little Italian lady. <laughs> <laughs> Loved her so much. She, oh. she, she passed away a few years ago, uh, but. Oh, I'm sorry. She brought a lot of joy to the, our family. So. Yeah. Well, um, I can see from the smile on your face, she's still bringing the joy by remembering her, which is awesome. I like to say she was five foot, you know, five foot tall, if, if an inch in. But you don't you don't make her mad. If you made her mad, boy, she <laughs> she yeah. made your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Let's get to the the heart of our discussion here. The the whole reason I have you on here, uh, I wanted to talk about kindness and mm. to share some kindness tips for us for the holiday as we head into December. I needed to bring in the expert <laughs> here. <laughs> um, uh, but this past year, the past two years, we've just seen so much. Uh, like I said, anger and hatred and all of that. And Christmas time is a time for joy. It is, you know, a time for being with family and, you know, tension's going to be there and all that. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about some kindness tips that will get us through the holidays, even not just for each other, but even maybe for ourselves showing kindness mm. to ourselves. Yeah. You know, there's definitely a lot that come to mind. And I don't think of myself as an expert. I don't want to sound <laughs> preachy ever. I just, yeah. I'm just learning through my podcast and having these wonderful conversations. And people are bringing such great things to the table that can be applicable all year round. But when I knew I was coming here today and we were going to be talking about Christmas specifically, as you just said, it, it brought a lot to my mind because it can be such a tense time of year for people. So I think the first thing I thought of was, it reminds me of my family and I'm so happy to go and be with my family during Christmas time and my loved ones. But there's a total opposite side to that where the holidays are really terrible for a lot of people. It really makes people feel more lonely than ever because they've, they've lost their loved ones or they're isolated for whatever reason. So I think my first tip would be to reach out to the people in your lives that you know aren't necessarily going to be celebrating the holidays and are maybe the Scrooges because that's how they cope with it or they live alone or, or, or they just call you all the time and it bothers you, but you know they, they just are feeling lonely. We all have people I think that we know that we can just give our time to. I think giving your time is something that's really 
underrated in this commercial Christmas that we experience here in America. Just calling someone up, writing a letter or a note or a text even, it really doesn't have to be anything huge, you know? You can just send a quick text saying, hey, thinking of you, I know this season's a little hard for you, but I'm here if you ever want to talk with a little heart emoji or something. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's that's one of the first things I thought of. Yeah, that's great. A couple of things there. I love what you said that you're learning. And I think that's what I liked about your podcast or, or still like about your podcast. You know, <laughs> is it gone? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They took uh, it down. No, no. Um, you know, that you don't come in with the answers, but you want people to share, you know, how are you doing this? And, and you learn from that process. I, I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Giving of your time. I've always said it's probably the most precious gift, you know, that we have to give yeah. to someone is, is that gift of time. Um, you know, as I was just sharing about my, my stepmom, she, she died, I think she was only in her upper 50s or, or early 60s. She had uh, a, a rare kind of cancer and, and she was just gone mm. rather suddenly, uh, although she was sick for quite a few years, but still it was a shock. And and now that time, yeah. uh, well, I don't want to drag down the <laughs> feelings here, but no, no, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, this time is so, so precious and you know, if you don't know what to give somebody, give them your time. I really agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you do see from the more, I don't know, I guess the more affluent people in your life that can afford to buy really lavish gifts, you do see that a lot of people that can get anything they ever want, all they start to want is time. They don't want you to buy them a gift. They just want to be with you. Mm -hmm. I think gifting experiences is really nice for that reason, taking people to dinner, or if you can afford it, you know, to go on a trip with them or even just to coffee, little things like that. Interesting to see the people that have so much. Well, hopefully they, they just start to lean into wanting to spend their time with one another. But it is, you know, like you just said, it, it can be such a tough time of year for people because of those major losses, even if they didn't pass away during Christmas time. My brother passed away from cancer. And mm -hmm. I know even though it was in the fall, those feelings always come up for my family. And for that reason, the holidays are really, and other reasons, really can be hard for my whole family unit because I think it emphasizes the people that aren't there in a lot of ways when you're all together. So mm -hmm. yeah, just if, if you're able to think of those people and, and even if you write down a list of people that you know would really benefit from from you reaching out i i share a kindness tip on my podcast sometimes called a talk which is a text of kindness not a TikTok. and sometimes <laughs> i'll just wake up in the morning and it, it actually is such a nice way to start the day i'll think who's someone i love that i haven't talked to in a while or that i know has a, a big week coming up or something and i'll just send them a quick text and you know yeah we feel like we, we only can text people when we need something but that's just not true Right. And I, I love the idea of making technology work for you like that. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, that gets a lot of criticism, but it, it can do a, a lot of good and can connect people. I mean, like we've been doing the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Like we're doing right now. Yeah. On, on like right Zoom. now. Yeah. You can FaceTime people. You, you don't have to, you can be home for Christmas in your own home and then bring someone else into your home on the phone, which is special. We've never had <laughs> I, that before. We, we did that last Christmas, in fact, yeah. <laughs> yes, we all did that, right? <laughs> we had the laptop hooked up to our TV and, and grandma and grandpa were there, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually, I think we did that for Christmas or Easter with my, my big side of the family. We always do a huge Christmas Eve party with my dad's Italian side. We mm -hmm. do the seven fishes, which is a big tradition. Mm -hmm. But because we couldn't be together, we had a, a huge family Zoom and even though no one ever totally wants to stay on Zoom for, for too long when you're all together. For it's sure. just nice to, to see everybody and say hi and try and yeah. talk over one another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I thought of, I'll give a practical one I thought of that I, it's not going to be too revolutionary, but I think it is cool to think about for every gift you buy someone to donate a gift. So mm -hmm. you can just challenge yourself in that way. You know, we obviously all... Can't, I mean, I'm planning a wedding, so I really, my budget's tight this year. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can't afford to buy one person a, an iPhone and then buy it for somebody else and donate it. But even if you just say, 
okay, for every person I buy a gift, I'm going to donate a bag of food to the local food bank or donate a can of soup to the church mm-hmm. or whatever it is, you know, or donate a dollar to my favorite organization and then you tally it up. It's it's a nice way to really keep the meaning of the season in check because, mm-hmm. which goes along with my my final tip that I thought of, I think the the whole intention of Christmas and the holidays I don't know if you feel this way, but it it can get lost a lot in the commercialism of it all. So I think mm-hmm. unknitting commercialism and the true spirit of Christmas is something we can all do by just keeping a really strong, you know, I don't, I don't I'm trying not to sound woo woo, but I, there's no other no. word for it. Yeah, really yeah. strong intention in in your head. So if you just keep reminding yourself, Christmas is love. Christmas is family. It, it's all about just showing my love for my family and my loved ones, whatever Christmas really means to you, then if you have that in your head and you kind of train your brain to always go back to that, you know, when you're in the store in line and you realize you forgot a gift and then you run back to get it and someone took the last, there's like that movie uh, Jingle All the Way, which is yeah. all about, I love that one too. Yeah. That he, He's trying to get his kid this, this toy for Christmas and it gets pretty ugly as it can on Black Friday, which I'm sure some of you might experience pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. Best wishes. But yeah. if you just remind yourself, okay, it's not about this material thing. This might bring joy to my child, but at the end of the day, what's most powerful is spending time together and showing each other love. So mm-hmm. I think the more we can remind ourselves of that, the Mm. kinder we can be to other people and also to ourselves because honestly Christmas can put a lot of stress on people right Mm -hmm. whether you're trying to decorate or and beat out your neighbors or get the perfect Christmas wish list done which I think is crazier than ever this year because of everything that's going on and there's there's not enough supply I think we got to get stripped back to that basic meaning and I'm sure you've You've talked about this. You know, there are ways mm-hmm. to give people gifts without having to spend a lot of money. And and now I'm starting to ramble. So <laughs> yeah, cut no. me off, Art. <laughs> okay. All right, quiet. Rain me up. in. Get the cane. Get the cane. Yeah. <laughs> Being intentional, that's uh, what you were saying. My wife, some years ago, you know, decided, she, you know, she was going to be intentionally calm and kind, especially at, at Christmas, um, especially with the uh, like the the checkers at the store, the uh, those people that have to deal with the long lines of grouchy people, yeah. you know. And she just said, you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the one who's gonna smile at them no matter how long it takes. If they mess up, it's gonna be okay. I, you know, I want. And she put on her Santa hat and and just went out to do it. And <laughs> uh, and I, I, like you said, it, intentionality is kind of a buzzword or whatever, but. Uh, you yeah. really have to to say you know what this is this is going to be unpleasant <laughs> you know everybody's uh-huh. out uh the, the the store workers are probably exhausted dealing with cranky people all day i'm going to try to just be that one bright spot in their day <laughs> and i love that she, yeah oh yeah she um it, it was just it was really neat and to, neat to see how that that does it does work and some you know you really have to yeah. to work at because they've really had a hard day <laughs> and mm. That's amazing that she does that, especially for those people, because like you said, they are dealing with so much every day and tensions are so high. Yeah. But even if you have to, you know, if you don't like the word intention, it sometimes I'll, I'll set my phone, I'll put reminders in there for things daily, you know, mm-hmm. so every day at 3 p.m. it says, remember what Christmas is truly about. <laughs> you know, we have technology mm-hmm. where we can do these things just to keep us in check because it is a lot of retraining your brain and and getting yourself there so it's nice to hear there are people like your wife doing that i mean you could i just even pictured her in a santa hat with a bag of christmas cookies you know even just giving a a christmas cookie or a little treat to everybody that's working really hard they might be freaked out and they might not accept it because they might (laughs) think what is this but we have the power to do so many kind things without really putting that much energy into it yeah so and and be creative with it, you know, uh, yeah. just as you're saying, you know, bringing a cookie to someone while they're working that, I mean, that sounds great. I, I would never turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is yeah. a, I don't want to plug a company that's not sponsoring the show so you can cut this out, uh, but there is a, 
I believe they're called Cheryl's Cookies. Have you heard of them? Mm -mm. So it's a website and you can send someone for $5 a box and they have different themes. I'm sure they have a Christmas box. Mm. And then it's just a beautiful like homemade iced cookie inside. Mm. So during Halloween, I sent someone a nice pumpkin uh, cookie. And it's just a really cheap and fun way to brighten someone's day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, get creative. Yeah. There's so many fun ways. We like to go Christmas caroling, especially to, uh, we live in an older community, a lot of older folks. So we like to go and do Christmas caroling uh, there with, with the church and everything and, and just try to bring some happiness to people. <laughs> That's so nice. What's your favorite song to sing? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably... Uh, probably the we wish you a merry christmas because that means we're done (laughs) (laughs) hey at least you're honest no uh but we we like to have the big finish with jazz hands and everything you know and oh yeah you gotta especially when the uh, kids were younger they'd really get into it you know it wave their arms around (laughs) it that was always fun do you guys dress up no but i I would love to (laughs) get get dressed in like little uh victorian outfits or something and yeah go around caroling that would be a blast it's fun the town we live in they will uh, over thanksgiving weekend they'll have a big christmas uh town-wide celebration and um, often there will be carolers like that just walking around the streets in their uh, victorian outfits and singing and oh, it sounds really nice so <laughs> this year i might have That's to follow awesome. i might follow them around <laughs> take pictures yeah, follow or them with your microphone and yeah i record a song for my show (laughs) yeah oh that's a good idea yeah yeah last year everything got shut down of course uh but this year it looks like it's going to happen so looking forward to what we have coming up here this weekend i'm going to spring another question on you here uh you didn't might not have prepared for but that's all right i like being unprepared oh okay yeah yeah (laughs) 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 might as well (laughs) never (laughs) no i i do i do like to wing it i don't know why i think it's when i once I have a thought and I write it down, I feel constrained and stressed that I'm not going to hit it. So mm-hmm. on the fly is always fun, you know, dashing through the snow. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, it's just simply, uh, what are you thankful for this year? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I first and foremost am thankful for my health. I think that's something that these past, I keep wanting to say this past year, but it, you know, it's been what, two years, which is crazy. Almost, yeah. Has taught us all. So I'm, I'm very grateful for my health and that all my loved ones are healthy. I'm also grateful that it seems like the world is starting to reopen again, but with a little bit more kindness, mm-hmm. I, I hope. There's still a lot of work to do, but obviously I'm really grateful for my podcast, which has allowed me to see that there is a lot of kindness out there and there are a lot of people that are putting that first and trying to make other people's time on this crazy planet better so that was a a lot of answers in one (laughs) but i think i'm feeling more grateful than ever Mm -hmm. and also i should say i'm feeling very grateful that my fiance said yes when i popped the question (laughs) that just recently happened didn't it it did it happened actually days after i launched my podcast i couldn't wait i was way too excited so it was in July. Well, and congratulations on that. So, <laughs> Oh, thank you. It wasn't too much of a surprise for people because we've been together for over eight years now. So oh, I, I was pretty confident in the in the answer to the question. But you, sure. well, you probably know as having done it yourself, I'm guessing, although I shouldn't assume you never know. I I got unexpectedly really nervous right before. So yeah, my wife and I, we met in college and we worked together we were friends, you know, all that. And we just hung out all the time. And finally we were like, well, Hey, why don't we just, you know, date or something. And, <laughs> and uh, so we did that. I mean, she, she said she was planning our wedding even before we started dating. So uh-huh. <laughs> uh, she, she had a, she had me nailed, I guess, but yeah, look at that. <laughs> so then when I proposed to her, um, it was in uh, October, uh, we went, we lived in the Des Moines area, so we went down. There's this, uh, there's a park next to the, um, uh, a lake, a Sailorville Lake, and they have all these walking paths. So it was just gorgeous fall day. That all the leaves were orange and falling, and it was just perfect. And I had, I had planned for this. You know, I had her, the ring in my pocket and everything, and I was just 
so nervous and <laughs> she couldn't figure out why I was being so quiet. And we get down to the beach and, you know, I start talking to her and expressing feelings and all that. And, and she's like, I'm like, why are you, why are you acting this way? What's wrong with you? You know, kind of deal <laughs> that, that I, I, she thought she at first thought I was just joking and teasing her but then she realized you know i pull out the ring and she's like oh you know yes <laughs> it's, it's happening do it. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we had a, a similar reaction she, we're also college sweethearts so it, it had been a a long time coming i you know i told her afterwards how nervous i was i mean my heart was pounded i could hardly talk and she's she's like you know dummy why why do you think i think i'd say no <laughs> well you do you get that that sudden flash of nerves. I mean, I had this whole ruse planned because we love this nature center near us mm -hmm. because, and I, you can probably relate, we're literally still kids at heart. I mean, anything that families do, the two of us will just do it. So we go to this nature center, there's animals, it's really beautiful. It's usually just a ton of families. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we brought, fr brought friends there over the years and they're like, isn't that place for kids? We're like, no, <laughs> it's awesome, it's for everyone. And so, I wanted to do it there because we love the otter tank that they have. Mm. And I planned this whole thing where I said my sister was coming into town to take pictures for her job. She's a photographer and she needs two models. She wants a couple. So maybe we could be her practice couple and, and go there to take pictures. And then my other brother wanted to come. And so I said he was just coming to hang out. So right before we were about to leave, Cassie, my fiance, says, uh, I'm just really tired. I, just go. You should be with your your family. You haven't seen them in a while. Just go spend time with your siblings. And in my head, I'm thinking, what? No, this is all about you. I'm about to propose. You can't stay home. <laughs> and so somehow I had to wrangle her to go to this nature center and put on clothes that weren't sweatpants because I knew she would want pictures that were nice. Mm -hmm. And by the time we got there, I think for all these different reasons, I, I was nervous. And then I had our, both of our families waiting at our favorite restaurant nearby to surprise her. But it did work out. We did it in front of the otter tank and I made a fake otter brochure and inside it was all our romantic timeline. So yeah. she started to, I think I prepped her a little bit that by the time I went down on one knee in goose poop, by the way, <laughs> we both blacked out, but apparently she said, duh. So it worked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, I, I too am thankful for, uh, for my family as, cliche as that sounds you know you know like you said uh, they're healthy we're together and you can't really ask for much more than that it, it's good no. yeah you can't how many kids do you have uh i have three two two boys and then my daughter she's just into seventh grade my oldest he just started his first year of college wow. and uh, he's he's doing a music education so he wants to be a, a band teacher or choir teacher and um, that's awesome wonderful singer beautiful mu musician i mean super super talented we're not quite sure where he gets it all from but <laughs> <laughs> hey you have a great voice you have a really good podcasting good. voice i haven't heard you sing but well, you probably don't want to so <laughs> well my wife always says you know if you if you tried you'd sound nice and yeah my second son he's in um 11th grade and he and i are kind of the same personality that if he tried you know, he would sound, he's got a deep voice when I, I hear him sing once in a while. And it's what, I don't know what his voice changed. It just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to, he's going to kill me for sharing that. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. If, hey, if you, if you want to sing, if you think you'll like it, try it. Yeah. If not, you don't have to. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. My daughter loves to sing though. She's, she's got a really beautiful voice and I think all my kids do honestly, but uh, but yeah, yeah, we're uh, just a musical family. We love music. We love reading. We love Christmas. So it's a good place to be. <laughs> it sounds like a magical family. I want you guys to come caroling on my doorstep now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a little bit far, but that's I would okay. Enjoy it. <laughs> I need I need to get over to New York sometime soon. Or <laughs> so yeah, just give me your personal address and I'll share it with the podcast. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, come on down. That's right. We could all we could all meet at Rockefeller Center around the big tree. <laughs> there we go. H have you been able to see that? I, I expect you got to I, see it. Yeah, you know, I grew up in New Jersey again, so I was I was so close to the city. I did live in the city for a little bit. I think you have that weird thing when you're so close to New York City in that mm -hmm. you kind of take it for granted. 
it's always fun when you're going in to see a show or whatever, but you're so used to it that you don't realize how special it is to be able to see the, the Rockefeller Center tree every single year. Mm, so yeah. I always love, and it might be cool to have on this show if you can, I always love hearing the stories of the people they get the trees from. Mm. I always think that's super interesting because they, they usually have a really cool story, but a lot of people I think vie to have their tree in Rockefeller Center now. So mm. there's a competition, <laughs> <laughs> but it's always wonderful to see. And my favorite is looking at the window displays though, I think. They remind me of little Disney World rides with the animatronics and mm -hmm. they have them now where you can get in line and it's interactive and every window tells a story. So by the time you get to the end of the building, you will have witnessed a whole magical story. So I, I always think the drama of that is fun. That's probably the theater kid in me. Boy, I should probably let you go here soon, but oh no, <laughs> it's all fun. good. Okay, have you got you got time? Because I keep thinking of <laughs> questions. Because my my son, you know, there loves the theater. Um, has, did it in high school and all that. So when did you start acting in in performing? Well, my parents like to say I was performing right when I came out of the womb for everybody <laughs> at the hospital. So I've really been putting on little shows in my living room and. I would charge pretend admission and, and sit my whole family down and lip sync to a, a track or whatever. Since I was a kid, I started acting professionally at a young age too. I think I was eight or, or nine when I, I did an off-Broadway show. And then I did a tour with that show regionally. And that led to being cast on Broadway in Susical mm. as young JoJo which mm -hmm. I didn't actually ever get to go on because the show closed before oh. I could. I was a replacement. So, you know, that was a bit of a bummer, but I was a kid and I had so much fun and I didn't really understand what was going on totally anyway. So but as I've gotten older, I've come to terms with the fact that it is a career and there's a business side and you learn a lot and you get paid for it <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time I got a check in the mail for this commercial I did, I thought it was spam and so i i ripped it up and i threw it away yeah <laughs> and then i very quickly checked my email and i had this new contract from my agent and i thought oh wow i just wasted a lot of money <laughs> and so they had to send me new checks but i i've just never you know done it for that reason and so i i think something interesting that that's similar to christmas is that when you try to follow anything artistic, well, you know, art, you have art mm -hmm. in your name and, mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> you know, this is very creative what you do. It's, it's, it's all about the passion and starting with that and then embracing your inner child. Because we, when we're, you know, when we're young, we think of our dreams and what we want to do and we really know and we just go for it. We're not thinking about all this other crazy stuff that's actually not meaningful at the end of the day. So I try and refocus on that, you know, why why I love to do what I do and not let mm. these stressors get in the way, which I think applies to Christmas like we were just talking about. By the way, I love the Susical musical. Yeah, <laughs> I blacked out. I don't even know what I just told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you, you mentioned that. Um, <laughs> um, I, yeah, my uh, our local high school did it a couple of years ago and my and my son tried out for it and he got the part of Horton. Oh, nice. It was amazing because, you know, he, he he'd never really had sung before you know that he would always we didn't know he could sing let's just put it that way and he never seemed to want to really sing uh well it had been a while since we heard him sing because you know he was 10th grade last we heard him sing was probably you know grade school so kind of a big difference there and he said he was trying out for the musical and, and we were like well you know you're going to have to sing in public <laughs> you know in front of people and he's like yeah yeah it's fine anyway so he goes and lands the one of the lead parts and yeah it's the first time we get to hear him sing and we're like oh my goodness where how did he learn to sing so well <laughs> you know wow <laughs> surprise so, yeah it was it was great so i i really love i love that musical i, I love the message of the musical but yeah I, a person's a person no matter how small there's a lot about kindness in that musical too if i remember mm. right but uh, a lot of nostalgia now with that. <laughs> it's so when yeah. you said Susical, I'm like, oh yeah, I love that. Oh wow, I know <laughs> that was it, was, great. it. It really was a, a magical show, and it, I think yeah. it was probably ahead of its time a little bit because mm. it was before everything was a reboot or derived from another mm -hmm. modern piece of art. You know, because it was all mm -hmm. taken from Dr. Seuss. 
now everything's a reboot or a musical adaptation of a movie. So I think if it came out today, it might have lasted a little bit longer. But it, it's awesome because mm. it lives on through a lot of young artists and schools putting it on, which is really cool to see. Yeah. Now, do you have um, do you have a dream role that you'd love to play someday? I think my dream role is an original role I've come mm -hmm. to terms with. So I think I would love to create a role. But out of the ones out there, I do have a lot I still want to play. <laughs> I would love to be, and I just auditioned for it, Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. I think that's that's such a fun show. So that's one of them. I've gotten to do a lot of them, actually, which has been really awesome. Oh, fun, yeah. Um, I was Joseph and Joseph over the holidays one one season at a theater i also did during christmas time i was in beauty and the beast which was really fun mm. because they do they do show that movie during christmas time a lot even though it isn't really a christmas mm -hmm. movie i think because there's the one scene with the snow <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, it's, it's a christmas like movie yeah a family movie yeah yeah so that was fun but yeah there, there's still a lot out there that i would love love to try a lot of a lot of shows and then you know, musicals and parts that I want to play, but a lot of movies and TV shows I watch that I think to myself, ooh, I would love to yeah. do something like that. You know, they yeah. say to pick someone with anything that you really admire and not copy their career, but just look at the roles they play and, and yeah. think, you know, how you could do that. Who did you play in Beauty and the Beast? Can you guess? <laughs> with all my weird faces, I was LeFou. LeFou, okay, cool. Yeah, because I'm... I'm short. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you look tall on, on screen. I don't know. Oh, wow. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I was actually, I got to be kind of tall in that show because Gaston picked me up by one finger mm -hmm. and I, I was uh, harnessed in and I got to fly, which is oh. really cool. So at the end of Gaston, the big number, he was balancing me on his finger like, you know, I was a basketball. And then he said, drinks on LeFou. And then he threw me and I flew into the air and I was like, ah. <laughs> that was really cool that's awesome <laughs> yeah our uh there's a community theater that did uh beauty and the beast this summer and so my wife my daughter and my oldest son participated in it and so he got to play lumiere uh oh, nice. and really just hammed it up big time and it was <laughs> it was so good <laughs> that's awesome that's a fun role oh yeah he, is, uh... he had fun with it for sure yeah, that's the great thing about these Disney shows is they're such big characters and they have such a great mm. following that so many people come and just love to watch them. And what was special too for me is that I had auditioned for the tour of Beauty and the Beast when I was little mm. and I got the role of Chip. And then we had um, like a family tragedy. And what a lot of people don't realize is that when you're a child actor, you obviously need at least one of your parents with you while you're touring around the country. Mm -hmm. And so we couldn't make that happen, unfortunately. So it was so nice that I finally got to do the show after all these this time. I was too old to play Chip. Mm -hmm. You know, I could have mm -hmm. tried to put myself in that little cup hat and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> peeking through the table. Right. But it would have been creepy. So you're right. Why, did, why does Chip need to shave? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're like, why does Chip have a five o'clock shadow? Yeah. You're like, oh, he has a new chip. His cup's it's broken. Fine. It's <laughs> just fine. the design of the cup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Robert, I do need to let you go. I just, again, want to thank you for uh, for coming on and uh, let folks know uh, where they can find you online and where they can find your podcast. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So I am at Rob Peter Paul on social media. And then our podcast is at Art of Kindness Pod on Instagram. The show is called The Art of Kindness with Robert Peter Paul. We stream on every podcast platform and we just have really compassionate conversations with different artists attempting to kind of get to the bottom of what kindness means and then give people kindness tips like we talked about today i also have a website robertpeterpaul.com which i will try to keep updated <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me there and i just want to thank you art because it's been so awesome to talk to you thank you for having me and thank you for putting out such a positive and cozy show i think we need more people like you that are creating things that make people smile and just feel warm and, and fuzzy. So it's awesome what you do. And I can't wait to keep listening.
Well, thank you. I that's that means a lot. So uh, thank you. <laughs> See, now, now I'm, I'm not I'm awkward at accepting com compliments. So <laughs> well, I'm always awkward. Period. I've just learned okay. to smile and judge through. But it, I, I really do mean it. It's thank you. It's a very well put together show. You have a great podcast voice, and I'll stop complimenting you. Okay. <laughs> Make you feel awkward, but <laughs> no problem. I feel privileged to be here. Well, I I've had a lot of podcasting friends help me get get going, so it's a it's a community effort for sure. So it's a wonderful community too, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yes, it is. Yeah. 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 Just very very positive. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, well before we get talking on anymore, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, let me think of more things to say. I know. Oh, no, I, I could. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks again, Robert, and uh, best of luck to you and your endeavors. And we hope that you and your fiance have a Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you so much. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to The Art of Kindness. I'm your host, Robert Peter Paul, and I just wanted to tell you a little bit about our show. The Art of Kindness, the A-OK, -okay, is a brand new podcast where we have compassionate conversations with artists from all areas of the entertainment industry who are using their voice to spread joy and make this big spinning planet in the sky a better place to be. We're going to be chatting with some of the kindest people in the business, including celebrities, writers, directors, actors, TikTok stars, the list goes on. And it's all in an effort to get to the bottom of what makes them kind and what kindness tips they may have to offer. So please join me on this positive adventure as we explore what kindness really means. I felt like I could have talked to Robert for a lot longer than we did. Our chat just went all over the place, but I hope you enjoyed that. Something you can listen to as you lay on the couch and digest all the turkey you ate today. A couple of things I want to mention uh, before we go. One is do listen to his podcast. It, it's one that is just, it's a positive voice in our world today that is much needed. So uh, I just want to give a huge shout out to that, uh, to his podcast, The Art of Kindness. So what's coming up here in the Cozy Christmas podcast? Well, I have um, another episode dropping tomorrow. It'll be the first part of the story I'm going to read throughout December. And that story is, of course, A Christmas Carol. I had this idea, I think I mentioned in the last podcast, I have had this idea since last year that I wanted to read this story for you during December. I will be dropping that episode tomorrow on Friday. Going forward, it will be coming through your podcast feed on Thursdays up until Christmas. And then depending on how many parts I divide it up in, uh, there might be a week where two comes out or... It might be a little longer of an episode. I don't know yet the length of each episode, but I'm hoping it'll be something cozy for you to listen to as you perhaps relax by the Christmas tree, wind down after a busy day. You can uh, listen to me read you a Christmas carol as you're by the Christmas tree. It was so much fun to read it and to inhabit these characters that I love so much and I don't know. They're, it's just a, such a cozy story. I, I find A Christmas Carol to be to be cozy. I know it's scary at parts. It's heartbreaking at parts. It's got such a powerful message. When I think cozy, I think reading this story. Uh, it, it is my favorite, as you know. So that'll be coming tomorrow. So keep listening. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. The story episodes will be solo and then I'll intersperse throughout December some different other podcasts about uh, with some interviews, different uh, discussions. Gracie and I have some things planned for you this December, so you can uh, keep a listen uh, out for those things that are coming your way. All right. Well, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to uh, help support the show, there are some links in the show notes. You can go to ko-fi.com and make a donation there and and i'll send you a bookmark for that uh, also there is an etsy store where i have some hand-painted ornaments there as well as some podcast merchandise also i have a teespring shop if you go to that 
Uh, there's a link as well in the show notes that will take you to some t-shirts and other merch of the Cozy Christmas Podcast uh, logo on it uh, for your enjoyment. I've ordered a t-shirt for myself and uh, it's not here yet, but uh, I'll be sure to post a video and some links when that comes in so you can kind of see what that looks like. Thank you. I know several of you have already bought some and that's really amazing. That'll be all for me today. I've got some turkey to eat and Christmas decorations to put up today. Can't wait to spend that uh, this day with my family. So until next time, be kind to each other and be kind to yourself. Look for ways to do good. And as always, remember that there is nothing in the world so irresistibly contagious as laughter and good humor. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Thanksgiving. Take care. <laughs>